0: We have such an epic Tim Tebow rant on this episode. You're really not going to want to miss it. Obviously, there's a lot more football housewives and wine chat, but trust me, that rant, ooh, baby, fill up those wine glasses. Hello, hello everyone, and welcome to the real football fans in New Jersey. I am Caitlin, and this is my wonderful co-host Katie. And what is your what is your sweatshirt say? Today's outfit. That's outfit. It. That's it. It's the sweater. It's the sweatshirt. It. It's that's a good <laughs> one. I literally that's perfect. I literally all day was like freezing in my house, and I was convinced that it was warmer outside. So I. Opened all the windows, felt great. Walked outside after work. It's like not nice in New Jersey. Like the sun's out, but it's like cold still. <laughs> like it literally. I felt warm today. I don't know. I don't know. The sun We're, is so there. We're about to get there. We're
1: about to be in the 70s. And-
0: we are. And like the sun was super hot. I just did not feel like comfortable. And like I was like, I literally walked outside in jeans and a long sleeve and didn't feel comfortable. And like. Mm ideal outfit, like feeling comfortable in like jeans and like a a t-shirt or a long sleeve. So I came in, so I'm wearing a sweatshirt because I'm freezing. So long story short, that's why I'm wearing a sweatshirt tonight on the show because I am freezing. But regardless, thank you guys for joining us tonight. If you're listening on the podcast, thank you so, so much. We are thrilled to be back with you. Episode one Fifty nine. So we are moving and grooving. We are getting up to that two hundred count. Oh, we can't even wait. We'll start fantasizing what we want to do for our two hundred. Oh episode. If you guys have any ideas, obviously send them our way. We will continue to give them. We'll yeah, we'll take your ideas and we will we'll see what we can do for two hundred. But in the meantime, let's get into one. 59. So we polled you guys this week three amazing questions, and as always, incredible engagement from you guys. Thank you so much for participating in these polls. So we asked three questions. So let's go ahead and get into them. So the first question: Do you think Aaron Rodgers will get traded? Yes or no? 69% of you, nice, said yes. What did you say to this one?
1: I'm actually going to go with the unpopular opinion on this. And, and I said no. said no. Maybe I'm crazy. I feel like depending on the day that I wake up and the crazy Aaron Rodgers story that I read of the day, it could switch my mind and my opinion. But today I'm going with no.
0: I think like, I definitely agree with you. It's like, honestly, you wake up and you feel different (laughs) about what your decision is. I feel like the Packers might wake up every day too and feel the same way. Um, But honestly, like right before the show, like they signed Blake Bortles. So it's like, I don't even know what the hell is going on in Green Bay at this point. Like you don't sign a kind of sketchy veteran quarterback. If you want to call Blake Bortles a veteran quarterback, (laughs) backup quarterback like that. And you have Jordan Love, like, I don't know what's going on there, but I said, yes, I think right now I'm feeling all signs are pointing to yes. Okay. There's just too much, there's too much petty drama. There's too much anger and there's just too much out in the media for them to, to not move on in my opinion.
1: Yeah. I mean, if they do move forward, it's definitely going to be hard and the relationship, regardless of whether he stays or go, the, the relationship is strained. Um well, Even oh well, God, if
0: he stays, think about how toxic it just is. Yeah.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's going to be interesting to see what
0: happens. Either way, it's going to be awkward. Awkward. <laughs> All righty. Number two, which quarterback will start week one of the NFL season for the Chicago Bears? Andy Dalton or Justin Fields? We're still making history, people. I think this is our third our third overall tie. 50-50. So 50% of you went with Andy Dalton. 50% of you went with Justin Fields. Who did yeah, you go yeah. with? I went with Andy Dalton. We touched on this a little bit last week. I forget what, how it
1: got brought up. Um, but I did say that I thought... Andy Dalton being a veteran uh, was going to start the season. There was no rush to start Justin Fields. You can kind of let him chill on the bench, get comfortable. And I said, unless he has like the greatest training camp in preseason ever, then they'll play Justin Fields week one. But there's no rush. So I am going with Andy Dalton on this.
0: So I'm going with Justin Fields to counter off of you be, with your argument of there's no rush. I think the Bears right now are still on the road to stability for that franchise. And I mm-hmm. think they're still in kind of that shaky phase where they're not stable to say, hey, let's take our time with this kid. If he has a good win. Oh, If they, if he has a good camp, they're going to jump on him. And I do think he's going to have a good camp. Do I fall into the crowd where Ohio state quarterbacks don't perform well in the NFL? Absolutely. They don't. Let's look at a history. (laughs) Let's look at a long history of Ohio state quarterbacks. Um, I think he's a talented kid though. I'm not like, I, I guess like the hype for him wasn't so high with me, And obviously I got to see him a decent amount this past season, especially two against Alabama. So I can see it in there. But I do think um, uh, Andy Dalton doesn't give that spark. A young rookie stud gives a spark to an organization that's on the road to rebuilding. And if they see a spark and they want to jump on it, I think they're going to.
1: Yeah, I mean, I agree with what you're saying as well. I think they were unbelievably pumped and excited to be able to even have the opportunity to draft him. And so I feel like he's like their brand new shiny toy and they can't wait to get him out on the field. So I I see both sides. It kind of is not shocking, I guess, that it was a 50-50 tie.
0: For sure. And honestly, I think it'll be 50-50 until we know until that day when they make a decision for all of us to see. Right. And our final question of the night with both franchises currently airing on TV, which one do you get more excited to watch the real housewives of New York or the real housewives of New Jersey? Big win here. 92% of you went with the real housewives of New Jersey. And I actually, listen, I tagged all these ladies in our post. Why tagged the main ladies, Luann and Ebony saw it and they did not vote. I'm very upset. Maybe they didn't want to be be biased. That's true. That is true. But I I did check. So I checked earlier and they saw it. I checked the votes, obviously. No one else voted, but I didn't see if anyone else saw it recently. So I can go back and check that. But listen, remember when Leah, or no, who, no, um, Megan voted. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But I think, did it Leah, no, Leah liked um, or like shared that picture of when I shared it. It was like her and her sister, yeah, and it was from yeah. the um, the Lizzie McGuire movie. Yeah, <laughs> this is a because her and her sister are identical. Yeah. Just, one has brown hair, one is blonde. Hair. Right, right, right. <laughs> that was great. That was my our, one of our claim to fames with the housewives. <laughs> so, what did you do um, on this one? So I went with New Jersey, so I have to go with the majority vote here because it's just we've been speaking about it week after week. They are just delivering. They are delivering content. And it was funny. Katie and I have been joking like for the past couple of weeks because there's this quote unquote lost episode that they just won't play on <laughs> demand. And Katie actually watched it today and I, I didn't and she was just telling me I didn't miss much. And I'm like kind of shocked about it because all season it's been like, maybe yeah. that's why they chose not to air. <laughs> if you were going
1: to miss an episode. This was the episode to miss this because episode right, 10. Every, every episode so far has been, you know, crazy. Yeah.
0: yeah. But and obviously, you know, tonight is actually the the season finale, which we're, we're pretty shocked about. Like I, yeah. Came up out of nowhere. I am pumped because it is a Halloween episode. So mm-hmm. hell yeah. You know, I might even switch out. I have my fancy wine glass with you tonight. Wine glass. Honestly, I might I might pour it into the spooky wine glasses to get yeah. myself like put on my Dorinda wig, maybe put on a costume. <laughs> like you guys, I love Halloween. I'm so excited. So and Pixar, Pixar didn't happen. Well, that's why. So I literally was saying. Was I, I think I was texting you. I was like, the best part about like all these like episodes, like overlapping is like, we're getting so many Halloween episodes on things. Yes. And I'm like, yes, please deliver the Halloween content as much as you can because that's all Absolutely. I'm here for. It's yeah. really all I'm here for. <laughs> just and, the Halloween I mean, content. I went with New Jersey as well
1: on this one. Um, I just think the the men are really giving this franchise. Oh, well, hell all yeah. Franchises. But you know what? The women are. The women have been really great as well, and I love Roni. Uh, but New Jersey's really been a powerhouse the last season or two, uh, and and I had to go with the majority here. And I'm I'm not too
0: too surprised that people are feeling the same way. Jersey's been killing it. There's no problem with giving credit to where credit is due. So <laughs> they definitely do. And I think, you know, it's New Jersey's been one of the the franchises and I I fall into this barrier a lot, you know, watching a lot of them where it's like you kind of get tired. Some of the drama, it like right. mentally exhausts you and you're like, oh, my goodness, I feel like maybe like not last season of New Jersey, but maybe the, you know previous two three before that like kind of like you fell into that pit near the end of it you were like oh my goodness like what is this drama like I even like I know last season like I was watching a previous episode um you know the episode I think they're in there where are they in the Hamptons at Jackie's house, and they get kicked out of that restaurant at lunch because, like, uh, Jen threw a like a glass at yes, Melissa yes. in like the broad daylight. If you go back and watch that, it is so cringy, and like the fact that we like stood up for that last year, <laughs> yeah. Believe. But it's like it's it's yes, yeah. so they definitely have been delivering uh, this season for sure. Absolutely, hundred percent. Alrighty. Well, those are our poll questions. As always, we are live on Facebook, YouTube and Twitter right now. So if you have questions for us, if you have comments, we're going to get into a lot of good football stories, a lot of good housewife stories. So please go ahead, ask us your questions and your commentary and give us your commentary. I do want to remind everyone though, that we are currently running a contest on our Twitter account. Our Twitter account is at R F F N J underscore. Um, We are running the contest until Friday. You have to follow the account and you have to retweet and like the pinned post to our page and you can win a, it's a random, we'll select it randomly. You have to follow all three of those rules though. Mm -hmm. Um, You are going to win a fantastic bundle of stuff. So it is a real football fans of uh, real football fans of New Jersey uh, branded magnet. Tumblr, which we're getting the tumblers for ourselves because they're great. <laughs> and probably the best t-shirt on the planet. It is a plain white tee with my mean mug on the cover from the New York Giants versus the Tennessee Titans game from two years ago. I clearly am not a happy camper. It is the picture that has been seen across social media for the past two years. I've seen people honestly tweet it out that I don't even know at this point. So. I'm a, I don't even know. I'm a meme, I guess. So if you want that, you do. Go to our Twitter account at RFFNJ underscore and retweet, like the post, and you have to follow us. So we will get that, and we will select a winner on Friday, and I'll get all your deets. I'll ship it out to you, and we are going to have a real good time. So just wanted to send out that friendly reminder there. Free stuff. Come on. Just for a re... Go retweet us. Free stuff. Free
1: stuff. All right. Well, let's get into our big stories of the week in the world of football. We're going to do some NFL quick hot topics. And, you know, it goes hot together topics. with our poll questions. We're starting with Aaron and Rodgers. So, so I, I have such an echo. I,
0: I, I think you sound fine. Maybe I think it's just on you. You sound fine to, to me. It's very hard to tune myself Maybe out. it's because I don't have my headphones in. Hold what on.
1: Let
0: me- Anything would help, would help. I know. Hold on. I'm getting a little,
1: I I talk and then I hear my sentence come back like afterwards. So while I'm trying to talk, I hear myself talk and it's very distracting,
0: but you sound good to me. I don't hear myself. So you keep going. I'm trying. I'm untangling my headphones. According to Ian Rappaport, Green Bay has made a significant
1: long-term contract offer to quarterback Aaron Rodgers as they maintain that they do not want to trade him. Uh, Rodgers has been involved. By the way, we're doing okay. We're doing a little bit better. Rodgers has been involved with contract talks, but hasn't been willing to sign, even though what is apparently being offered to him would be historic, that was in quotes, and make him the highest paid NFL quarterback. So they're just trying to do anything at this point to, you know, keep him around, give him what he wants. Uh, wide receiver Devontae Adams even came out on Monday. I saw that, yeah that he himself would have to do some extra thinking about his future with Green Bay if Rodgers wasn't there. So
0: do you actually believe
1: that? Um yeah, yeah, because I'm sure he would as I'm sure a lot of the players on that team would be unhappy if he wasn't there anymore, especially a wide receiver. Um but this is this is what I don't like about Aaron Rodgers. It's like here's this domino effect. Like you have now created As they say, you've now become like the cancer to your team and the cancer in the locker room by having this piss poor attitude, like it affects everybody. But
0: that's Um, why why I'm like thinking that, like it's been so negative and like- Uh, why Why would you want to follow a guy like that or question your time at a franchise? I don't know. So that's why I was saying, like, do you actually believe that? Because uh,
1: I, 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 d- I do believe it because they obviously have a good connection. Devontae Adams is one of the best wide receivers in the league, and I'm sure a lot of that has to do with Aaron Rodgers throwing him the ball. Um, so, yeah, I believe it. And I also think this story about Green Bay trying to offer him up a ridiculous amount of money is maybe why in our poll I voted that yes, he will stay with Green Bay. I also read yeah. that his issues are only with the general manager and not everybody. So to me, it's like I
0: also need a lot of shit for it just to be the general yeah, manager.
1: Yeah, well that, but but this is like why another reason why I voted that he would stay, because if it's just one person, can't you just suck it up? And you can yeah. even meet that person and not salvage a relationship. But if it's just one person, like can't you just go forward and march forward and just be like, it is what it is? Like, you know, yeah. I it's not good that it's a GM, but I think if it was the head coach, it would be worse. Um
0: <laughs> He's on sorry. the field like standing next to you. Right like, right, quiet, right? yeah.
1: So that's that's where we're at with Aaron Rodgers today, right now.
0: How's your echo doing better? We're way better.
1: It's not happening anymore.
0: That's so weird that why would, I have to like look into the,
1: if you're watching and you're like. not have been able to do this entire show speaking and hearing my repeated speaking as I'm trying to say my next sentence.
0: All right. So if you're a tech wizard, why is Katie hearing herself when my headphones are not in? Oh, maybe because it's, oh, I know why. Because you're talking into my microphone. And it's Mm -hmm. bouncing back to you. So I got a brand new mic, if you couldn't tell. And it's super fancy, super amazing. And I love it. And it's on like a boomer, like a boom arm. So I can like, yeah, I love it. See. Best thing ever and it's also hand fr- hands free obviously um so it's super great but i think that's the reason why now that okay. i'm thinking about it we don't need a tech wizard i think i just figured it out <laughs> i am said tech wizard we are good to go we got a tech so wizard i promise i promise i will wear my headphones for the foreseeable future
1: okay <laughs> <laughs> um crazy news we kind of thought that this was going to happen i think we said an episode or two ago but it's happening people on monday it was reported that jacksonville plans to sign tim tebow to a one-year contract he worked out as a tight end for the team just days before the nfl draft so he will be coming in as a tight end not as a quarterback uh He's 33 years old now. Okay. So this 33 year old has not played in the regular season in nine years. And he hasn't been in a training camp since 2015. He is going to be reunited with his uh, college football coach from Florida, Urban Meyer. Um, But this is just Tim
0: Tebow. Just go away. Can he? Like, it's just like I feel like it's almost soon, like nepotism I feel because as soon as I heard Urban this Meier.
1: story as soon as I heard the story all I kept thinking about was mean girls and I was like stop trying to make Tim Tebow
0: happen it's not no, gonna happen no one is trying to make Tim Tebow happen uh, besides him and his Urban little sister and his simp following on Twitter that harassed me for like a month like for four weeks his like little band of like I don't even know, Jesus freak, like gang members, like literally came after me. Like, and that was the most outrageous way to describe them. Jesus freak gang members, because that's how I felt like they were all loving God. And I love God. I will not, I will definitely talk. I won't talk about that on the show, but like, whatever. But I'm also like, I didn't harass people on Twitter. Like, I think there's something in the Bible that says like, do not harass this poor girl on Twitter for saying Tim Tebow was like a loser pretty much because in my opinion, he is. And now he's back. So that was like years ago that I did this and got harassed. And now he's back. And guess what? My opinion hasn't changed. He is a loser. You
1: know, what's upsetting about this too, is like, I genuinely feel like he is going to steal a roster spot from another tight end there. Um he is. He's, and he's stealing not gonna it from any, so and many I can people. call it right now. He's not gonna be deserving of it. I have absolutely no dude, he's gonna
0: it. suck. He I cannot be. wait until one of the top defensive players in the league tackles the shit out of him and I'm just going to laugh my ass off he's gonna fumble the ball they're gonna return it and he's just gonna be like I don't know if he even plays a game in my opinion that'll be embarrassing so I'm talking about him getting tackled in a return for a touchdown from the defense like that's like my I want to see that because that's hilarious I'm gonna probably post the video every single day for revenge for the people who harassed me for a month and like I don't think anyone realizes how bad it was like I couldn't even open my Twitter for like a month because of how these people came after me. But I honestly, like, it's just, putting like that joke aside, like that's just like a funny instance that happened to me in my life. Like he is stealing a roster spot. He's not just stealing a roster spot in Jacksonville. He's actually stealing a roster spot in the entire NFL. People just don't get chances like that. And that's why like three seconds ago, I kind of compared it to nepotism because it kind of is like he knows Urban Meyer from Florida. So you're just bringing in an old friend right now. Like that's not funny. Like I don't like that. And it's just like not okay. There's something still in players.
1: How serious is he about it? Did he just wake up he's and not. Say one day be like, you know what? Screw it. Maybe I'll try I to didn't go think to the NFL.
0: He wasn't serious about baseball. And look how that panned out. I don't think he was. When he said he wanted to play baseball, everyone laughed in his face and he didn't even make it past the minor league. So it's like I just don't get it at this point. Like it's it's not like Des Bryant coming back or like Chad Ochocinco coming Chocinco. back who like, like Chad he's a joke. And that's what, like I'm saying, like Des Bryant, like I, we all encouraged him to come back, and we were so happy when right. he was on the Ravens. Like everyone was like, "Yeah!" <laughs> and then like Chad Ochocinco tweeting every day, like people like sign me, like I'm like retweeting that. I'm like seriously, so, like I love Chad Ochocinco. Like sign him. Like Tim Tebow is a, a joke. No one's yeah. happy about like no one's happy about this. It's such an eye roll. It's like Jacksonville. Like you just had a phenomenal like draft. Obviously not just with Trevor Lawrence, like you guys are making moves. Like you're been a kind of a joke of an organization. Why are you making this decision? Yeah. Like it is a joke. So like, uh, I don't know. And I hate how guaranteed it is. That's what my problem is. If you're interested in someone like, sure. Like let's talk about, there's so many undrafted like kids right right now that didn't go, but are going to get chances. Think of guys like Victor Cruz who got their chance and actually stood out did amazing things. There's guys out there like that. There are kids out there like that that are going to do big things. Take a chance on them.
1: Who would you rather have right now? A 33-year-old who didn't play that position, who hasn't been in football shape, playing football in a football game in nine years, or would you rather take a chance on an undrafted rookie
0: who is 21,
1: 22 years old, played that position and is in football
0: shape and has been playing football? You can mold them into the player oh, that you I, want them to be and everything like that. You cannot change who Tim Tebow is, which is like a bust, in my opinion, on all counts. Like, I just don't, uh, just very frustrating. I'd
1: be looking at D2, D3 undrafted drafted free agents before I even, you know, looked at Tim Tebow. This is ridiculous.
0: I have to point out. People, I just from, the, people
1: from the XFL, like, I'd be looking at everybody minus Tim Tebow
0: but I do have to point out that I just took a sip of wine, but before that I had my glass in my hand and I put it down to make a fat, like a make a statement. So like, that's how <laughs> gamble, intense. That's yeah. Like that is how like I, that passionate I feel about this. I like I was going to take a sip and I had to put it down. I was like, you know what? Like I'm finishing this thought and I'm going to get it. This is Not technically our get it off our chest. Yeah. <laughs> clearly, clearly, clearly.
1: All right. Our last quick hot topic. Um, This is just, you know, free agency is still going on people. Like you can be still. <laughs> I think they will forget. It's still going right. On. Um, so this is just a notable one that I saw this past week. Indianapolis Colts are signing left tackle, Eric Fisher to a one year, $9.4 million contract. Uh, He was the former number one overall pick in 2013. I don't know if everybody remembers that, but yeah, Uh, he has spent his entire career in Kansas City before he was cut earlier in the offseason due to injury reasons. He tore his Achilles during Kansas City's playoff run, actually. And the Indianapolis Colts, they're taking a shot at him, you know, giving him a one-year deal, one-year contract. Uh, they're hopeful he'll be ready to play by yeah. early October. So we'll see how it pans out. It's its worth taking a shot, taking a look
0: at. I think sometimes we've seen like year over year that these late free agency moves actually really pan out for some teams because it does quiet down like we had just you can mentioned. You give some- them not a
1: lot of money. You can give them like a cheap contract
0: there's people that are still looking to move and you kind of like kind of sneakily go in and just be like, all right, let's work on a deal. And I think in years past, like I don't have the receipts on me now, but like we can definitely pull it up that it's worked out for teams. It definitely has. So stay patient out there. People that are probably still waiting, teams that are still waiting to make moves. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Alrighty. So getting into our second hot story of the week and the NFL. So we're moving to the 21 2021 season. We're ready for it. We're obviously getting the schedule later tonight. Um, but we're talking about the most anticipated quarterback matchups for 2021. Right. So like I had just said, we are getting the NFL schedule release uh later tonight. Um, and knowing everyone's uh Opponents. opponents. So, uh, yeah. yeah, we know that the opponents, obviously. So, looking at NFL.com's foremost anticipated quarterback matchups for the 2021 season. So, we'll give them for you. So, Kansas City, Patrick Mahomes, and uh, Buffalo Bills, uh, Josh Allen in the AFC title uh, game rematch. So, no real surprise there. Definitely want to see that. Yeah. 100%. Um, Tampa Bay's Tom Brady versus Carolina's Cam Newton. In wait, Cam Newton doesn't play for Carolina. Wait, is this for everything? Am I Whoops, confused? He's,
1: he's, he, wait, 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 wait. That was a typo. <laughs> Obviously, he plays for New England. Obviously, he's not in Carolina anymore. That
0: was a typo. So I'm exposed because I read a script. So everyone knows that. Um, so there you go. All right. So New England, sorry. <laughs> And again, clearly Tom
1: Brady versus New
0: England's Cam Newton. Yeah, Tom Brady's return to New England. So it's funny because I actually like tweeted out before this because like I know like a lot of people that podcast and like live stream like are literally like up hours on end, like drinking coffee and like getting like so prepped for shows and like. I literally, like, before the show, like, I always take a nap because, like, I need to snooze. And so, like, I made, like, a funny tweet about it. And someone was like, ha like, you don't prepare. And I was like, well, let me tell you. I was like, Katie puts together phenomenal outlines for us. And I was like, obviously, I was like, I do work for the show. I was like, I do have to, I was like, I sleep. I was like, I do take a nap beforehand. But I guess I am exposed here from reading off Katie's outline. So I'm exposed but again having a good
1: outline, for living in the past and saying Cam Newton No
0: but all the props to Katie because she literally delivers week after week. So we could not give you this content without her. So she does a phenomenal job there. Thank you. Thank you. So obviously Cam Newton pays for New England. So Tampa Bay's Tom Brady versus New England's uh, Cam Newton in Tom Brady's return to New England. Dun, dun, dun. That yeah. is why the matchup is so important. But hey, who knows who's going to be playing in New England? We don't know. And same, I guess. The season, yeah. I guess for this one too because they're calling for Green Bay's Aaron Rodgers against right, right. Kansas City's Patrick Mahomes and then again Aaron Rodgers versus Lamar Jackson. So and it's technically that's he's against the previous two MVP winners. So Right, right. Do you
1: know again, what? so um obviously the schedule release is happening in in two minutes. Um they're doing a show about it.
0: Oh and my
1: god. We'll, we'll talk about it in a little bit, but um, you know, obviously things leak and yeah. I want to add in add in a um add in a pairing here, a quarterback matchup that I'm super excited about. And it's happening week 1 and I'm like pumped to watch it. It's going to be Sam Darnold playing for the Carolina Panthers versus I assume Zach Wilson for the New York Jets. Like, I let's go to watch that. I'm very, very excited to watch that. Thank you, NFL, for giving the, us that week Thank one tweet.
0: I'm excited. So that's like my little- I wonder how here. last minute that was. Like, obviously they yeah. knew they were playing each other, but the NFL was probably like, shit, let's see, wait to see what the Jets do. Like <laughs> well,
1: Put that, play them. <laughs> you are a shady, shady, like petty little B. Um, but I'm here for it. So that, like, obviously this is NFL.com's list of four quarterback matchups, and that's me adding in my little uh, fifth one right there. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah, so like honestly, I think it it is definitely great. Um, I think probably the best matchup, um, and I'll ask you two, or like, yeah. you know, kind of like the best competition. I, I'm gonna go with Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen. Um, it's they're two young kids and they're just they deliver talent week after week. I think Josh Allen took off last season. Um, we obviously saw Patrick Mahomes like for the past two seasons doing great things, right. but there was something in there was some fire in Josh Allen's eyes last year and some, you know. It just everything that he did was so like so magical, and he really took Buffalo to the next level. So I can only.
1: Be, isn't it going to be really interesting to see like Buffalo's like follow up act to last year? Like I'm, I'm ready for it. Yeah, like I that's
0: hope what I'm
1: I hope Real? I hope it's legit. I think it is. I'm just – I think this is going to be a really interesting team to watch. And be. And you know what? Them, like you could throw in like the Cleveland Browns in that conversation even because they were an 11-5 team. Like people didn't really expect that. Like you had a look at Josh Allen and the Bills at first. It was like, eh. And then they exploded last year. You had to look at Baker Mayfield and the Browns. Eh. Then they exploded last year. Like it's going to be interesting to see the follow-up for like right. young quarterbacks like that and teams that – have had years of being unsuccessful, finally starting to
0: win football games, and that's exactly why I think it's going to be interesting too. Because we saw everything from Josh Allen last year. Like, what is he going to deliver this year? It can yeah. only be better, in my opinion. So that right. matchup with him, with him and Patrick Mahomes, I'm so excited for. Do you? What is your thoughts on that? I I mean, I cannot wait to watch that. But
1: as far as like competition-wise, I'm going to go with um, Aaron Rodgers versus Patrick Mahomes. Obviously, as much as I don't like him, Aaron Rodgers has solidified himself as one of the best, if not people could argue, the best quarterback in the league right now. Mm -hmm. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, you can make arguments for that too. Uh, To me, it's like they're both definitely in the top three. Uh, Josh Allen, like I just need to continue to see more. Like if he just does what he did last year, then yeah, he's going to get into that conversation. But for right now today, like best competition wise Rogers versus Mahomes, but I, I am more excited to watch the Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes yeah. for kind of the reasons that you brought up.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, early edges to, you know, any of these guys, I think, and just like looking at everyone right now, um, mm-hmm. I feel like it's, is it, it's kind of hard not to give an edge to Tom Brady entering, you know, after a Super Bowl win. Well, yeah, like,
1: also, also <laughs> they're not playing a good team. Like, I'm sorry. Right. I don't think like, you know, regardless of Mac, whether you play Mac Jones, whether you play Cam right. Newton, like I know they did a lot in free agency. Like I'm still not sold on post Tom Brady, New England Patriots. So yeah. yeah, I'm giving Tom Brady and the Buccaneers the edge in that one for sure. I think that's yeah. the easiest one on the list. Um, yeah. Kansas City Buffalo is really hard to predict. I don't, I don't know. I guess you say Kansas City because they've been doing it more. I don't know. They've been doing it more consistently. So it's like...
0: Yeah, I mean, huh, I don't know. I, it's like I always want to like pick... like They're not even like an underdog, I feel, in a situation. But um, I definitely... I, I think I'll probably give um, the edge again to Kansas City there. Um, yeah. With Green Bay and Kansas City, though, I got to give... I like it, I Kansas I City better. I like them yeah. too. Um, and then Green Bay and, and Baltimore. I, I got to give it to Green Bay on this one. I Baltimore like just... Bay.
1: They're weird. I don't know.
0: They're a strong. So it's, it's ironic because I was thinking about this in the car today. Um, I where yeah. I was driving and I was thinking about the giants this season. Um, and I think that the giants are, are going to have a good season. And I think we're on a good trajectory. And I think we're going to become one of these teams like, you know, the Ravens or someone out that just, you know, they're strong. They come out, they win games and it's positive and they're going to make the playoffs. And it's, do they make it to the Super Bowl always? No, which I kind of, that makes me sad. I'm like, well, if we're going to be good and then we don't make it, I'm going to be like, oh, damn it. Yeah, like, whatever. Do. It's like, I feel bad for kind of these teams that are always good and like, don't make the play. Right, like that kind right. of sucks. So I was thinking about that in the car today and I actually literally thought about the Ravens. Like that's the team that popped like, to mind because like, pow- like being a powerhouse, like, like leading could lead that division, like literally. And then like yeah. kind of no, but then we're, talking about them now and it's like oh easy green bay in this one you know what i mean like yeah i don't want to be that team i don't want to be that team funny that you bring that up though Because Green Bay
1: is that team. Aaron Myers only won one Super Bowl. It was a really long time ago now. Like, Green Bay is more so that team than Baltimore is. Green Bay makes the playoffs every single season. They have one of the best quarterbacks in the entire league. Like, Green Bay, if anybody, reminds me of like, how New Orleans had Drew Brees and they won that one right. Super Bowl with him, made the playoffs every year, always won their division. Like those are even worse than the Baltimore situation. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I think Green Bay, I- I'm taking them over Baltimore. I think Baltimore had a little bit of a sketchy year last year. I-, I don't feel super confident about them.
0: Yeah. I feel like I look like a ghost right now and my <laughs> entire house is dark. And I gotta tell you, that is not the case. So I have a I have a ring light, so that's why my face is like super ghost looking. Um, but my lights are on in my house. Like I need people to understand, like that's how dark my house is.
1: Like, why is it it
0: like this? I'm literally looking at myself on camera. I'm like, I look like Casper the friendly ghost. So you're good,
1: you're good, you're good. It's lighting, it's lighting.
0: Um (laughs)
1: But yeah, so those are our big stories of the week in the world. of yeah. football. We're going to come back to it. Uh, we're playing a really fun game tonight where we are definitely making some predictions, guesses, hot takes on what to expect in the 2021 NFL season.
0: Um to be a good one. Into
1: our, into our big stories of the week in the world of housewives. I'm going to take out my phone for this one because I took some notes on this first story, uh, which is watch what happens live. The real house kids of Bravo recap. Now we told you that a bunch, like a couple of weeks ago that a bunch of the housewives kids were going to be on this special edition episode. It's been a long time coming. It actually aired on mother's day, which was really cute. Um, Um, and I'm just going to give you like a brief little recap, kind of like the top moments. And so, yes, I have my phone out because while I was watching it, I was, I was jotting notes. So let's just start off with who was there. Uh, Real Housewives of Orange County were represented by two kids, Brianna Culberson, Vicky's daughter, and mm-hmm. also Gina's son, Shane Co. Uh, Real Housewives of Atlanta, we had Brielle Bierman, Riley Burris, Kyra Whitfield, and Noelle Robinson. They were the biggest group of all the franchises. Jersey, we were welcomed by Gia Judice, Frankie Catania, and the Manso brothers. So that was a little-
0: I- in the past. I liked that. I liked that.
1: Rony, So, okay. Do you guys remember how I said, uh, when the story came out that they were going to do this special that apparently one or two of the moms had actually called up Andy kind of angry about like, why didn't you like invite my kid to this? And nobody knows who those. It was Ramona, were. wasn't it? No, no, no. The only. Oh, Sonia. It was, it was-, Sonia. was- People asked if it was Sonia, and he said, oh. no, this is Sonia, and her daughter's never been on the show anyways, so it wouldn't make sense to put her on it. Because, And it, and if you watch the episode, it doesn't make sense because they flash back to all the kids and like their moments on the show, and Sonia's daughter's never been on it. But Rony was only represented by Avery Singer, Ramona's daughter, and it had I'm me great. thinking like, Luann definitely could have had one, if not both of her children represented on this because they really were like very, very much so part of season one and going on. Like we saw them when they were babies. And a lot of these people that were invited on the show were when we saw them like super young on the first season. So I'm wondering if it was Luann. I'm secretly wondering.
0: Well, it's interesting that you say that because I heard the rumor of Sonia, and that's why I said that. And I don't, I don't think I heard Andy's rebuttal Andy, to Andy that. Andy
1: shut down that rumor, and and Lisa well, Renna, Lisa Renna also came out and said that's really funny. Just so you guys know, I wasn't one of those moms. So that's another she one. might have been That's one. another one, been one, one that's shut down. But I was kind of surprised that we only had Avery representing New York. Consider, well, I guess there's a lot of single women, but I feel like we could have had Luann's kids.
0: We definitely Um, could have because we just watched uh, season one recently. It was back on. And you're right. They were on like every episode.
1: I totally remember them a lot. A lot of scenes with them. And then rounding out the troops, we got a newbie. We have Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, Brooks Marks, Meredith son. Definitely – A fan favorite during the season. Um, I follow him on Instagram now. I love him so much. (laughs) He is the newest uh, Bravo Real Housewives kid. So yeah, that was everybody. So I'll kind of give you a breakdown here. Certain little things that I found interesting. Uh, We started with Orange County. We started with Brianna. Um, She was asked a lot of questions. I I feel like you're going to find this maybe interesting. Maybe give your opinion on it. She was asked like a series of questions. And one of them was, out of all the women, who do you think was the one that was hardest on your mom, like came after you or whatever? And her response was Megan. She said, Megan really came after her pretty oh hard for a little God. while there. That was her response. I don't know if you agree, disagree.
0: I disagree because she went after her because of um, Brooks. So not, right. not the Brooks that we love. Not That <laughs> was a
1: hot hot topic it came up several times throughout the episode. but vicky's
0: daughter took her side like she said brooks came on to her one time so like i am very shocked that her daughter bring brought that up about megan because no i don't i so i disagree with that yeah well then she was also asked
1: like how does your mom feel like post housewives how do you feel about your mom not being on housewives anymore and it was clearly very evident That she feels like that's a huge part of her life that's like missing, and that her mom like clearly misses it a lot. And so I don't know. Are we ever going to see the return of Vicky?
0: We probably will. I think. I don't think like you can escape like the um, like the like I don't know the ogs like you really can't escape them. Like they'll they'll be around eventually. So. Maybe yeah. it's their a friend or they come on, maybe they <laughs> come up on a reunion or watch what happened. Think about how many people have been on watch what happens live. Like, you right, know what I mean? Right, like right. they're technically still going to be tied in some way, somehow. I still feel like, you know, it's, it's funny. We always bring this up. Cause like, I always feel like these ladies are still on cause I follow them on Instagram, on Twitter. So like I yeah. see them constantly. So. Right. right, right.
1: Um, Atlanta kids found it interesting that um, Andy asked all four of them, if they watch the show, and none of them watch it, um, yeah, Avery yeah, it's probably also, it's probably good. I feel like Avery, all the kids. Avery not. also said that she doesn't watch it. A lot of them actually said, which really surprised me. It surprised Andy as well. Here's my thing: if my mother was a Real Housewife and she was on TV, um, I think I would watch it just so I kind of knew like what people were talking about. So if the internet is exploding yeah. and people are mad at my mom. Or people think she's funny as hell and did something really funny. Like, I want to know what they're referring to. Yeah. You know what I mean? But they must try to also not only avoid yeah. watching the show, but avoid, like, reading things on social media. Because that could be hard, too. Like, if people were critical of my mom and, like, said bad things about her, like, that would really – that would hurt me as if right. she was saying it about myself. Right. So, who knows? But I, I thought that was interesting. Uh yeah. New Jersey. Gia was obviously asked about Jackie's analogy this season.
0: Um, I did see this part. Yes.
1: Andy asked if Jackie reached out to Gia. Gia said, I actually reached out to Jackie. I was getting in trouble over the comment at my school within my sorority. I was almost called into a meeting in regards to it. Um, So she confronted Jackie and was just like, this is how your comment like has affected me and my life. And rightfully so. Um, she also kind of this was an awkward question, but she was asked about her feelings about Joe and Melissa, her aunt and uncle saying things about her dad and she on the show. And she was very adamant so in saying that she felt it was finds it very disrespectful for mm-hmm. Joe and Melissa to say anything about Joe, because not only does it you know affect him, but it affects me. Most importantly, me and my sisters. So, yeah. That's, I think, an important thing that Joe and Melissa need to try to do moving forward because you do have to think about the kids, regardless of anything else, how that's going to hear for those girls to hear their aunt and uncle talking neg- yeah. negatively about their father. That's a very fine line. Yeah. Um, oh, okay. This was like the moment for me during this whole thing. We have Frankie Catania. Oh, and yeah. obviously, like the very first question Andy asked him is, what do you what do you think and what do you feel and what is your reaction to the fact that like all of America like wants your parents to get back together? <laughs> it's amazing. Um, it's, we all
0: want it. We all want it. It's a
1: great question, but this was a very disappointing answer because if oh, anybody no. knows best, it's gonna be Frankie. He said You know, I find it really like, I find it really sweet and I understand like why people feel that way. And I think that's really nice and I get it. And he said, but you really have to be in it to know that my parents are like never getting back together. He said, it's not a possibility. Um, He doesn't blame fans for wanting it to happen, but he's like, if you, you know of them and you know, like you're in the situation, he's like, it's honestly never happening. And I I was like, Do that to me! Like it killed, no, me. It killed Frankie, me. No, rushing my dreams.
0: Like um, and Albie, and
1: Chris, Albie and Chris were on. They did a little segment with Gio yeah. asking about their moms. Like, and they were like, "Whatever their thing is, whatever." Like the kids have always been cool. Um, yeah, I love cool that. Faces. yeah. Roni, we had Avery, like I said, Avery Singer, saying that she doesn't watch this show either. She did in the beginning, but she does not anymore. Uh, we had Brooks. Brooks was, like, a little quiet. I don't know. I expected him to be, like, a little more out, but he was very, like. Probably because he was,
0: like, by himself. Hi, like, it's kind of. <laughs> like,
1: hi, Andy. Thank you so much for having me. I love it. Like, it. He was I very, like, mocking you up. Brooks. I love him. I love him. He did thank Andy for rocking um, his tracksuit on the show. I want to get one, one, to be honest. He did. He was wearing a Brooks Marks blazer. uh, He was saying that he's really waiting to like fine tune some pieces before he like launches new stuff. So two other things that came up um, that I wrote down, Albie and Chris being asked if they have any relationship whatsoever still with their aunt Dina. The answer was no to that, which I found very sad. Um, and then the one thing that kind of annoyed me is they did a whole segment of these are kind of like sort of messed up things that your mother has done on the show. Do you defend her or do you not in this situation?
0: They did and, that with the men of New Jersey on that. okay, episode. okay. it was great. That's it was awesome. great. It was oh, good. I wait to watch it. Um.
1: G was basically asked, do you defend your mother going around Evan's party and like telling everybody that Evan was cheating and Gia defended it. And it, that really made me mad. No, I, she couldn't. Was, I couldn't. This is exactly what she said. She basically said, um, I think my mother, she goes, I think my mother's intentions was really just to like, l- you know, let her know and tell her like this was going on because I would
0: like, tell her then. And I'm like, no,
1: sweetheart, you, she went oh around God. like a giddy little school girl whispering to everybody who would listen besides Jackie that this was yeah. going down and you did it at the guy's birthday. So that, that really was like a heated moment for me, but I have to say like nine times out of 10, when all the kids were like asked several questions, do you defend your mom or not? nine times out of 10, they did. So they're, they're good kids and they care about their moms and they have their mom.
0: I'd be like, no
1: mom. (laughs) I'll give them that. But it was a great episode. Um, Super fun. I would love to see it again in the future. It should be like a mother's day tradition or something, but great, great. I'm uh, happy they did it
0: for sure. I think the kids like year over year have, you know, been there. You look at Orange County, You look at Orange County back in the day, and I'm happy they had Vicky's daughter on. Like the kids were a huge part of it, like back in the day. They had their own solo segments. Like Brianna, Brianna
1: and Shane both both said they were like, our first season, we were 18 years old. Now we're like 34. And that just like you hear it like that, or when you see old episodes of Jersey and you see Gia as like, I don't know, a four-year-old, like it blows your mind.
0: Well, I'll never forget the one episode with Shane um, back in the day. Vicky brought like a case of beer to like his college dorm. And I don't even think he was 21 yet. <laughs> she was like, let's party. Mom's here. And he was Look like, oh my up. God. No, no, no. He was like, no, no, no. But, like brought like a three, like a free 30. I'd be like, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thanks so mom. Hard.
1: Great episode, though. Watch What Happens Live is getting really creative with their guests. It and is the show.
0: And I love it. It's great. Let's hope with the vaccine and everything that we can get back in person soon. So obviously, Andy's in the clubhouse, but let's see if we can get real guests in the clubhouse soon. Absolutely. Maybe Katie and I will attend. Maybe we'll call in. Who knows? So we, we got to have some kind of connection on that. Anybody they have did a- have, yeah. yeah, there's a Bravo, um, there's a Bravo podcast. It's called, it's funny. It's called watch what crappens. Like instead of watch what happens. It's actually okay. hilarious. It's two guys. They're really funny. They were at BravoCon too. Like they're actually like mm-hmm. they've built themselves up. They're actually pretty famous now. Yes. Um, they were on with Andy recently, and I was like, Oh, that could be let uns- us be <laughs> Let us be the bartenders. Just let us come on. Like, and even they always have Andy, like super, Andy, you remember super me. fans?
1: I was Luann and bush.
0: You remember Luana me, and the Andy. Bush they have people come on too. Like I feel like recently, like super fans, like, come on, give us a call. Come on. You know, we're super fans. Just give us a call. Um, all righty. So let's get into our second, uh, story of the week for housewives. We are revealing the real housewives of Beverly Hills taglines and people don't hold on to your seats because again, they aren't that amazing. So I think Katie and I are going to talk about the men from The Real Housewives of New Jersey next week because Katie has yet to watch the episode and they did God. their own taglines. I got to tell you guys, they were phenomenal. I don't know if the men created them themselves. They Bravo has to hire them to create for the women moving forward. Yes. I've never seen more spot-on taglines. They're love Katie, it, it. they're better than me and you. Okay, and we're good. Gonna, we're I'm good. Gonna at it. I'm gonna watch. You gotta watch it. So let's go ahead um, and get. <laughs> I'll give you them. So obviously, I'll give them to you in my sassy. I gotta get ready. I gotta get ready. Nice. I did. I had to turn that light on because I looked like Casper the Friendly Ghost. I do have more lights in my house now. that I'll confirm with our audience. I do have more Perfect. lights. There's more lights over there. So whatever. I just have a very dark, dark. It's like Halloween in here. Halloween all the time. All right. Starting with Garcelle. If you want a starring role in my life, you better drop the attitude like that, like that. It's not great, but I like, I just like drop the attitude. <laughs> oh, right. I don't like this one. <laughs> Miss Erica Jane, the strongest <laughs> substance on earth isn't diamonds. It's me. I hate it. Yeah. I know. Dorit, I'll try, should I do her fake British accent? I can't, I can't dress like there's no tomorrow. And then tomorrow do it again. She's like, kind of like putting like, she dresses like crazy. So like she's kind of going to spin on that, which is dumb. Um, Kyle, this town is a game of chess, but no one's taking this queen down. I just feel like Kyle's been around forever and like, she's the true OG. Like you could have given her a better tagline. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Lisa Rinna, <laughs> my lips are legendary and they will never gloss over the truth. I feel like if any of them, this one's like reaching, like it's
1: really reaching to like, yeah. I don't know, like make something happen. And it's, yeah, no, it's, you can't
0: yeah. make cool happen. You can't. It sounds better. I will admit that one sounds better coming out of Lisa Rinna's mouth than my mouth. So I'll just say that for sure. Okay. All right. Sutton. Anyone who doubts my exquisite manners can kiss my exquisite derriere. <laughs> did you see the little accent I put on that? Derri- derriere is kind of like a funny word a little bit. My derriere. The whole thing though. I feel like I put an accent on the whole thing. It was like prim and proper. <laughs> I did, probably you did, did you a better did. job than son. Probably. And then uh, Crystal is our, our newbie, I believe. So yeah, yeah. Hollywood is full of pretenders and I slay them all. That makes No sense in my opinion. Very general, very bland, very... You are a new girl. You got to come out hot. Like, listen, unless
1: that pertains to something that we're going to see in the season, if not, then it just sucks.
0: So I I just, you know, season after season, we're seeing these women, you know, maybe they they let go of their tagline person because maybe they couldn't afford that person anymore. worse
1: and worse year after year.
0: Katie and I will do it for free, to be honest. Just yeah, as long as yeah. you tell the, tell the world that we made them. I yeah. don't even know <gasps> Crystal, and I could have done a better of, one.
1: Speaking of making something and getting credit for it, after our episode last, oh, week, I know Lumona is a thing.
0: I know the they watch.
1: Lumona that I deemed Lumona is now a thing.
0: It's still on my to do list to cut up that segment of you saying that. And like, I have like the date stamps and like, I want to be like, listen, like someone's listening to us. And actually too recently I saw something on a sports outlet. They copied one of our things too. I swear there's people watching us.
1: I'm not saying Lumona was the most creative and like anybody. I don't know, Katie. There's certain things. This
0: isn't the first time people are out there. That's why we're listening.
1: not the first time
0: people are listening to us. So yeah, Um, so I don't know. So those are the taglines. Yeah. For Beverly Hills. Um, you have a franchise like Beverly Hills that again has been around for a while, a, a franchise for, excuse me, I had a hiccup, um, a franchise that is definitely questionable because you obviously get rid of Lisa Vanderpump. You have everything with, um, what's her name that just left. Oh, my God. What's the the actress that was just on that just left over the hills? Why am I blanking? Denise Richards. Sorry.
1: Denise Richards just leaves. You have the whole.
0: Yeah. uh, Yeah. Totally brain fart on that one. Leaves. And then, like, you're entering a season with all of this drama with Erica Jane and everything like that. And then you just deliver these, like, there's nothing there. Well,
1: you felt that the trailer was very bland as well. And, um.
0: I do yeah. think that this this new girl Crystal comes in with fire. It seems yeah. like people are very happy that people are happy that Sutton is a full-time um member yeah. now. So yeah. that's a that's a big storyline. Yeah. Everyone's
1: there've a lot of drama it seems like from that trailer. Every,
0: everyone loved Garcelle last season, so it's a big storyline that she's back, which is great. Um I just I don't know. I you expect so much sometimes. And I feel like a tagline as simple as it is could do so much. And it just, it doesn't, it doesn't deliver. So it definitely does not. But listen, we're about to
1: deliver with this game because hell yeah. Very excited to play it. It is called what's more likely the 2021 season edition. So you know, in going with theme of the schedule being released tonight, everybody being super excited about this upcoming season, uh, we kind of want to predict which scenario would be more likely to happen for this upcoming season. So we have 10 questions. I I definitely think they're a little bit tricky. I'm interested to hear your thoughts and opinions on these. But let's just start it off with question number one. And this is, again, for predicting things that will happen in the 2021 season. What would be more likely to happen? Zach Wilson leads the Jets to an over 500 record or Trevor Lawrence leads Jacksonville to an over 500 record?
0: So I got to be honest, I literally went and did every other question before this one. And I like sat and stared at this mm. one because I was just like, yeah. it is such a, it could technically be a 50-50. You can pick yes. both of them. You could literally sway to the right or the left and not really understand what you're picking. Mm-hmm. So when it came down to it, um, I looked at just the the divisions in general. Okay. And if you're looking at, um, you know, Zach Wilson and the Jets. I look at Miami and I look at New England and they're definitely, you know, you can defeat them and they're beatable. And I look at Buffalo and they're not. And then you look at going to Jacksonville and you see like names like the Colts and the Titans. And I'm like, I don't don't know if they can go up against that. And then you see the Texans and you're like, well, (laughs) (laughs) well, so I, I, I had to give just because of that. And like where my mindset is, I had to give the slight edge to Zach Wilson and the jets on this one.
1: Okay. Listen, for a lot of these questions, I pulled up, uh, their opponents for 2021 kind of like looked okay, who do they gotta play, yeah. not just in their division, but outside of their division. If They're I
0: not- dug deeper, I think I would have ripped my hair out, yeah, to be so honest. So players- I, I give you a lot of credit for
1: that. <laughs> no, I I definitely pulled up the schedules and and honestly, like it doing that led me to change my answer. I thought I was going to pick Zach Wilson and the Jets because I just think the Jets might be a better team than Jacksonville is right now. Right. Um, but I am going with Trevor Lawrence and Jacksonville. Because there's uh the Jets' schedule to me seems slightly harder. So I, regardless of like divisions, like yes you include yeah. that, but looking at who the two teams had to play, I thought the Jets had a harder schedule. So I'm giving the slight edge to Trevor Lawrence and Jacksonville. All right, all right. Number two, what would be more likely to happen: Tampa Bay repeats as Super Bowl champions, or a team goes 0 and 16 in the regular season?
0: I guess that I'm just not a big believer in like repeat Super Bowls and like Very I think long. who has done it. What is like the the Steelers have done it? Um is no. it, who else has done it? They even didn't do it? I thought maybe. they did like, I don't know. I don't really remember who's done it. Why it's am I thinking hard. like two thousand four or two thousand five I mean, they one did one. it?
1: Like- it's tough. It's
0: yeah. tough. Or New England, duh. That's like the obvious yeah. one. Like, I don't know what I'm thinking here. I just, to me, that is, that is tough. And like, I just yeah. don't like as much as like, yes, Tampa Bay signed literally everyone on that team back. <laughs> yeah. And that's a great, good for you guys. I just like the odds, I think in my opinion are stacked against them. So I just, I believe, I don't know who's going to go 0 16 team, but I think that's more likely.
1: Yeah, so I actually went with Tampa Bay repeats. Um, not only, like, I think what you're saying about a Super Bowl champion repeating is very, very difficult, and it usually doesn't yeah. happen, but I do feel like it's happened more than 0-16 teams yeah. have happened.
0: No, yeah, no, that's fair, yeah.
1: Um, yeah. So, you have to look at that. And I also don't yeah. think that there's any team in the league right now that is as bad as an 0 16 team. That was not good
0: I, I thought one. about that too. But I yeah. and just I, never yeah.
1: count out Tom Brady anymore, ladies and gents. So, Seriously. I
0: Seriously. All right. Number
1: three. What would be more likely to happen? New Orleans goes from first to worst in their division, or Washington goes from first to worst in their division?
0: Listen, we talk about it all the time. The NFC East is such a questionable division, so and it's always up in the air, air every year, um, in a good and a bad way. Years past, it's been a good thing because every team is, you know, very, you know, competitive, and it's a very competitive division. And years past, it's been a very lousy division and a very sad competition between the four teams. So I don't think the Saints are going to drop as bad as people think they are. Um, so I'm going to go with Washington on this one.
1: I went with Washington, similar reason to you. Um, in the NFC East, a lot of years, that first and fourth place team are only separated by a couple of games, right. m- maybe three games, like, and that's not a lot. Um, yeah. So it's always interchangeable in the NFC East. We do not have a division where the same team wins year after year after year. Yeah. So definitely going Washington as well. This is a good one for you. A little Bama question that I threw in here. What would be that's more hard like one? <laughs> Miami's wide receiver Jalen Waddle makes the Pro Bowl, or Philadelphia's wide receiver Devontae Smith makes the Pro
0: Bowl? Yeah, so I'm going to go with um, running back uh, Jalen Waddle here. I'm um, yeah, think. Oh, sorry, I meant wide receiver. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. I know, You're I know, I know. I know. Jalen I know, I'm thinking of Najee in my head. I don't know why. He's- he went to this, obviously, he's in the Steelers. Yeah. I was thinking of Najee. Um, I, I, I just – and it's funny because we have like two Bama quarterbacks to like connecting with like their old offenses. Right, right. Um, I think that, you know, the two, uh, the two, uh, is, is more fresh and like, obviously they still have like a year apart. And it's like, I just, we obviously missed out, um, with Jalen Waddle because of the injury this season. Um, it was a huge loss for Alabama. And I think that he is just a, a hardcore talent that, not many people, if you didn't follow him in his whole time with Alabama, you don't really know. You knew right. he got hurt early on, and you know he's talented, but you really don't know the core of it. So that's why I'm mm-hmm. gonna go with Waddle on this one.
1: We are over um, three on matching up with our answers. Levante
0: <laughs> Smith is very talented and he's going to do great things for Philly, which literally breaks my heart and like my, makes me want to curl yeah. over and throw up. Um, but I just, I need to go with uh, Waddle on this one because I think it makes more sense.
1: Yeah, my my answer simply, very simply goes off of the depth chart for both teams. And, you know, Miami's got Devontae Parker. They brought in Will Fuller um, in free agency. I just think yes. the Eagles, as great as it was, that they selected one of the best wide receivers in the first round and they got up and they got him. Uh, they still are greatly lacking at that position. Like, but can you expect not- someone
0: like that to come in right away and be the, the best of the best for you? I don't know.
1: I, I but like, I think he's coming in and he's without already other been- assets. So, he's already has be, other assets, he's already going to be labeled as WR1 because right. they don't have anybody else. So, right. my answer came down to that who was on the rosters at the wide receiver position.
0: That might help um, Waddle be better though if there's other people around him making him better. Yeah, right. Smith, that might
1: that might bring him down. That, that could yeah. free him open and everything like that. I get that yep. too. I get that yep. too. Billy's got no one. They, they got no one. <laughs> yeah. Um, what would be more likely to happen? Arizona quarterback Kyler Murray has more rushing touchdowns, or Buffalo Bills quarterback Josh Allen has more rushing touchdowns.
0: I mentioned it earlier I was so fascinated with Josh Allen last season and everything that he was able to accomplish and how he was able to actually mature in his position and do things like launch the ball downfield start who never seen he is a big quarterback he yeah. can throw himself through people. And I, I believe in him in the rushing touchdown. I'm going to go with him on this one. Um, I see the, the grit in him and I see the, the aggressive side of him. Um, and I actually, I, I do see him, you know, kind of taking matters into his own hands this season. If Buffalo is kind of in that, that scenario where they need to do that. So I'm going to go with Josh Allen on this one.
1: And forgive me by the way, because we didn't go 0 for three. You and I both agreed on Washington. And we are agreeing. Oh. <laughs> we are agreeing on this one as well. I also I just went along
0: with it because we usually do go over. For...
1: <laughs> <laughs> um I went with Josh Allen as well. Kyler just has so many wide receiver uh, weapons yeah. that he can pass yeah, in the red zone. And um, Allen has actually had 17 rushing touchdowns in the past two seasons, whereas Kyler has had 15. And I think in people's minds, like they think of Kyler more as like the runner and scrambler, but like Josh Allen quietly, like really racks up a ton of rushing touchdowns kind of unexpectedly, but uh, I think he's going to continue that trend. Number six, what would be more likely to happen? The AFC third seeded Steelers from last season, Missed the playoffs this season or the NFC third seeded Seahawks from last season missed the playoffs this season.
0: What a wild third seed matchup we have here from last year, the Steelers and the Seahawks for sure. Yeah. Um, but to me, when I entered this season, who am I more threatened by? I have to say the Seattle Seahawks because yeah. year after year, they just are a team that I'm definitely threatened by. And, yeah after last season what seattle did they what went 11 and oh and then they shit the bed royally i i can't i don't remember Was it well, 11 steelers, and
1: 0? are you talking about the steelers
0: yeah that's what i'm saying that's what i'm saying so oh, you that's said what, the
1: steelers. i was like i don't remember that no the Steelers. no, no, no sorry, think, sorry like i think the steelers went 13 and zero.
0: yeah so maybe they they went so yeah so maybe what i'm saying is they went 11 and zero, and then maybe their last couple games were kind of crappy so it was best 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 like best 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 yeah. Best. Um. So that's why I just can't trust that type of team or be that scared of that type of team. Where like Seattle, like they were up and down last year, but they're still, Russell Wilson's still their quarterback. Like, let's not, like, and they still have very, like they signed Chris Carson, he's back. You still have DK Metcalf. I don't know. I'm still very much scared of that team. So I'm going to go with, it's more likely that the Steelers are going to miss the playoffs this year.
1: Yeah, I agree with you. I went with the Steelers um, pulling up both schedules. I thought the Steelers had the harder schedule and not only the harder schedule, but I think they play in a harder division over Seattle. And I know like just like a year ago or whatever, the NFC West was the scary division in the NFL. I think this year's NFC West is the AFC North. Um, I think, you know, you've got Joe Burrow now. Bengals should only get better. If Cleveland does what they did last year, Baltimore, Pittsburgh, it could be, again, a thing that you see possibly three teams from that division making the playoffs. So it's going to be hard. It's going to be hard for the Steelers. All right, number seven, what would be more likely to happen? Tennessee running back Derrick Henry finishes the season as the rushing yards leader, or any other running back in the league finishes the season as the rushing yards leader?
0: I feel like this one was easy for me. I just, like, really don't believe that, anyone's going to tap out Derrick Henry here. So
1: yeah. I went with Derrick Henry as well, which if he does it, it'll be the third year in a row that he is the rushing yard. And he on. should
0: get MVP. And if he doesn't, I swear to God, I will find yeah. everyone in the world that has a say in it. And I'm just going to rip their head off. I just think he's also shown number one, obviously that
1: he can, he can do it consistently, but number two, he's also consistently been healthy. Whereas like, guys, like, if anybody was going to take that reign from him, guys like, you know, Dalvin cook or Alvin Kamara or, you yeah. know, Saquon, even like these guys have battled injuries and they haven't played Absolutely. games and that's a huge yep. factor in it as well. So yeah. All right. Number eight, what would be more likely to happen? The Steelers TJ Watt records more than his 2020 sack total, which was 15, or he records less than his 2020 sack total.
0: I think it's just kind of where I see Pittsburgh headed. And I just don't really have a lot of faith in them this season. And maybe they're going to put a lot of pressure on their defense to perform well. Um, and it might not work out for them. So I'm actually going to say that he records less this season.
1: Okay. I went opposite on you. Uh, this man was majorly, majorly. I know. Yeah. For defensive player of the year. I think it's. And he was. I'll admit that. Yep. I think he's going to light a fire under his ass. Um, I'm going to say more and it's only going to solidify him as honestly the better Watt brother. Like I know JJ oh, yeah. the height of JJ was like unbelievable, but I honestly think TJ Watt is is going to continue to show that he's a better football player. All right, number 9, what would be more likely to happen? San Fran's quarterback trade Lance starts first for his team? or New England's quarterback, Mac Jones, starts first for his team?
0: I want to go with Mac Jones for the Patriots here. Um, I just, the rumor mill with San Francisco, like, prior to the draft, with how confident they were that they were going after a quarterback, but it was going to be Mac Jones, but then, like, Jimmy Garoppolo was still up in the air. I don't know. I think after the Trey Lance pick, I just kind of, like, had this gut feeling that, it was a, a pick for the future and that they were gonna still stick with Jimmy and they were gonna figure things out and like yeah. we haven't heard yeah. anything. So they were gonna make moves and like try to make decisions, and who knows? Maybe they were a team that was on the phone with Green Bay <laughs> to yeah, make yeah, a drastic yeah. trade there. Like I don't know. Like I I don't know. But like I just I think where I stand now is that I see Bill Belichick making moves for a reason. I think Mac Jones fell in his lap. I think he was ready to make a move if he did not fall on his lap. Um, And I think that it's just they're another team that obviously had a poor season. And I don't think they're an unstable franchise, but I don't think Bill Belichick is afraid to pull the trigger on a young kid if he's got a good, you know, status coming out of camp. And I just I'm going to go with, yeah, again, Mac Jones on this one.
1: I'm going with Mac Jones as well. I think this question does not come down to Mac Jones versus Trey Lance, and it comes down to no, has, yeah. everything to do with Jimmy Garoppolo and Cam And Ging. that's a good point, yes. And um, my opinion is that I think we're going to I, – I think we're going to see both Cam and Jimmy G start in week one, right? Mm-hmm. So what's the reason to bring in the youngster? I think one of the top reasons to bring somebody in is if that guy that you started week one, Cam or Jimmy, if they start to suck. So yeah. Who's going to start to suck first? And to me, it's going to be Cam Newton. Whereas I think Jimmy Garoppolo could still go out there and win games for the team. Right. I really do.
0: Um, so He I- could still suck, though, too. You have to bring that. that oh. You have to be realistic about that. He could get
1: hurt. Obviously, he's a guy that hasn't been able to stay healthy. He's battled injuries. Um, But it has everything to do with the veteran quarterbacks because I think they are both going to start week one. And I think uh, I'd way rather have Jimmy Garoppolo over Cam Newton any day. And I think things could get ugly faster in New England and, like, bring in Mac Jones. So that's who I'm going with. And last but not least, save the best for last. What would be more likely to happen? Chicago gives the Giants a top seven pick in the 2022 draft or Chicago gives the Giants a pick outside of the top seven
0: in the 2022 draft. We're getting a top seven pick nah, girl. Nah. and honestly like I give us the number one overall pick.
1: When it, when it happened, like when the trade happened and and the dust settled, I think a lot of giants fans like thought about it and they're like, Oh crap. Like we can get a really low pick like in the draft. That was
0: me. I'll admit that was my mentality for sure. But when we played this
1: game and I was looking at Chicago's opponents, I don't know what the stats are, what the list looks like of who has the hardest schedule and who doesn't. Chicago has a brutal, brutal schedule. Good. Like, yeah, they play in a pretty good division, but everybody that they have to play outside of the division, yeah. it's not a fun schedule. guys one. To
0: yeah. Guys. So
1: I am. I'm going top seven. I don't see it any any other way. Honestly, I think this could be a yeah. landslide in the, in this answer to this question. Good.
0: Good. 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 good, good. And that's good, how good. we will end it. Good. Good. Great. Good. 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 Right. Great. Great. Fabulous. Love it. Alrighty. It is that time of the episode where we get it off our chest, positive, negative football, housewives, uh, wine, life, anything that's going on. So why don't you go ahead and kick us off?
1: Uh, I'll stay on theme talking about the 2021 uh NFL season. And we mentioned to you that at eight o'clock tonight, uh they were releasing yeah. the schedule. At and at my Twitter. Twitter
0: was it released? Okay. To me,
1: it's just like, why even bother to yeah. do a show or do anything like that? I've already seen the entire giant schedule. I'm sure anybody else who is a fan of any other team has already seen the entire schedule, and I'm talking dates times home or away we've seen it um it got leaked too I think I saw that the Giants home opener I saw that leaked like almost first thing in the morning when I woke up
0: I saw it last night and then the Giants actually so I think the teams were allowed to tweet their home openers this morning because it came from all the accounts. I did see that we were playing the Broncos last night, though. Very
1: early, very early on in the day, I also saw who the Giants' week two opponent was going to be. It was Thursday's football game against Washington. And then just as I expected by midday, I had the entire Giants schedule. And yep. it kind of goes off of Caitlin's get it off her chest recently, talking about the NFL draft, being really annoyed with the fact that, like, um, journalists, commentators, whoever – we're tweeting the picks early, which I think is way worse than my get it off my chest right now. I think that that's, they're horrible.
0: both, it's both worse. It, it's, it's just it annoying. And, and it's,
1: you could have said, okay, Katie, if you, if you don't like it, then just don't look. But like, of course I looked, of course I looked like, you want to oh god! Of course. Why wouldn't you look? At same thing with the draft. Look. But to me, it's like NFL, like don't even do a show and don't certainly, if you're going to do one, don't do it at eight o'clock at night because everybody no. already knows everything. So that's just my quick get it off my chest. I'm really kind of getting annoyed with these like spoilers of like, just let things happen and play out in real time. That's all I'm saying.
0: I just need to understand like the legalities behind it. Like why, why are they allowed to do that? And like I, the same thing with the draft and that's why I bitched about it a couple of weeks ago. It pisses me off. I need to understand it. It's just not okay. And I feel like it's, I don't think it happens last year. I feel like this year was the, I don't understand. Maybe because. This year was definitely particularly bad. It was. But I agree with you on that one. Cause now it's what, so we missed it obviously at eight o'clock, but what the hell did we miss? Cause like. Right.
1: And listen, uh, we do want to break down the schedule like next week. We'll definitely we will, talk yeah. about it. Um, and it's funny because everyone we're like, knows All right, well, it's, the show's airing at eight o'clock. So like, obviously we're not talking about it on this episode, but we could have
0: like, cause but that's why. So yeah. So that's what frustrates me the most because like, obviously like Katie and I are like content producers and like, we're giving you guys like football content, like breaking breaking news like but there's people that listen to our show probably that don't have twitter so they probably didn't see it until like eight o'clock so why would we spoil it why would we do that for someone like i we have to like katie and i have to go to every audience in the world so why is no one else following our it's just stupid so Mm -hmm. whatever All right, so mine is uh, pretty short and sweet, too, but it's also not sweet. It's annoying. I'm calling out Mr. Joe Giglio, G-I-G-I-L-O. He's a verified account on Twitter. It's at Joe Giglio Sports. Um, He works on the radio for WIP Evenings and Sports Radio WIP. Mm -hmm. He is also on NBC Sports Philly. Um, He also has Art of the Take podcast, whatever, regardless. He also, and he, Oh, I forgot. He writes for NJ.com too, which pisses me off. So he's based out of Philly, based out of Pennsylvania. So he basically had the worst take in America. And I think everyone is hopping on the bandwagon there, no matter where, who you root for and where you're from. Someone did tweet out. And I think it's one of the shows that he was a radio host for, Who would you rank the NFC? How would you rank the NFC East quarterbacks? And he gave his definitive rankings of number one, Dak Prescott. Number two, Jalen Hurts. Number three, Ryan Fitzpatrick. And number four, Daniel Jones. I'm putting down my phone right now, and I understand this guy is from Philly, but you are a Mm -hmm. verified account. You work for NBC Sports. You clearly are a radio host for other things. You write for nj.freaking.com. You need to... If you're a sports analyst and you do all this stuff, you sincerely have to put your biases aside. And that's coming from me who I don't, I'm not a verified account or work for a sports outlet like ESPN or something like that. Like Katie and I are the real football fans in New Jersey, but we are, we are giants fans. Like we come out here and say that Katie is a little less biased than me, but sometimes I have biased takes. but it comes when it comes to statistics and facts, I don't shy away from that. Like, I don't say no, that's not true. Like, if it's a stat, I won't say no. So these definitive rankings from him are just beyond outrageous. I love Jalen Hurts. I love that the Eagles are giving him a chance, and he will most likely be QB1. I love that for him. I'm so happy. Do I want him being successful on the Eagles? Hell no. We all know my reaction to the Eagles taking him last year. It was very dramatic. I'm still recovering from it I'm still not well from that draft night so what I'm saying though is just like you just can't make a decision like that it's it's realistically it's Dak Prescott's obviously at number one if you want to fight against Ryan Fitzpatrick and Daniel Jones at number two you can Mm -hmm. I think I would I would go back and forth but Ryan Fitzpatrick has been in the league for like 8,000 years and you're pairing him up against so many younger guys and like you just can't Jalen Hurts will fall to four no matter what situation you're putting in. He's going to be in the four spot. We did not see enough of him last season. Yeah. And if we saw him, we saw him at the tail end of the season or you saw him up with Carson Wentz still on the field trying to attempt a New Orleans Saints situation with Taysom Hill and Drew Brees which wasn't working out for the Eagles they weren't doing anything with that so I I don't understand like where that comes from and my my get it off my chest is that you just if you're Katie and I and you're doing a podcast for fun like this or like you're our friends at Talking Giants clearly they're going to be biased towards the Giants like yeah if you're working like for NBC and like doing all this stuff, you just can't like make like stupid takes like that. You can't yeah. just throw Jalen Hurts in because he's your quarterback as of right now. Like look right. at the facts, like look at the yeah. statistics as of right of anything, now. I think if anything, it's the to. disrespect to Ryan Fitzpatrick. How
1: much football right. he has played? How much he's actually won? He's actually won a yeah. lot of games. And to have, like, a five-second highlight reel of Jalen Hurts from last year because we barely saw anything, and to bring him into the number two spot is just, like, a, a disrespect to the other three quarterbacks. Even Daniel Jones being a young quarterback
0: in the league, he's been in for two seasons. It's a disrespect. Just don't be dumb. So Like, that's, my like, my closing. Like, just, like, don't be stupid. Like, don't tweet. Like, if you have a verified account, don't be stupid tweeting like that. Amen. You said it, sister. All right. Well, that's our
1: show for tonight. Uh, Looking forward to breaking down the NFL schedule next week. Uh, But as far as things that you don't want to miss, we have Real Housewives of New Jersey season finale on tonight at 9. We're going to get you there in time. Uh, Roni on Tuesday at 9 o'clock. Real Housewives of Dallas also on Tuesdays at 10.30. Beverly Hills season 11. We are one week away. One week. We're going to be losing Jersey. Of course, we're going to have the reunion, but kind of pushing Jersey out the door, welcoming in Beverly Hills. And then, uh, yeah, like I said, the NFL schedule release started tonight at eight. If you did not get spoiler <laughs> alerts throughout the day, if you
0: don't already to, know, uh,
1: you know, check your phone, check, check online, check TV and, and see what's what. So I'm very excited to talk about it next week. And thank you guys for joining us tonight. We'll see you uh, later. Bye.
0: Thank you all. Don't forget to do our contest on Twitter. Yay. Good night.